0: imperfectly human is number 32 on feedspot's top 90 christian podcasts, but we'd like to be number one so here's what you can do to help number one go to transistor.fm forward slash imperfectly human and subscribe number two share this podcast with anyone that you think will like it use the social icons on your favorite streaming platforms or go to transistor.fm forward slash imperfectly human and share with everyone you know thank you Sorry to disappoint you. So, what was your expectation? Nah, I'm just an everyday dude. Oh, you expected perfection? This is what Christianity is supposed to be like. I make mistakes. Like, lots of mistakes. I'm just trying to do the best that I can do. I guess I'm just imperfectly human. Welcome to another episode of the Imperfectly Human Podcast And we are your host, Mr. Daly and... Dr. Johnson Here we go So, we want to give a shout out to everyone that's listening on Spotify On Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker um, TuneIn, iHeartRadio um, Wherever you are listening to us from We appreciate you We want to thank you to everyone that's watching on YouTube Thank you to everyone that subscribed recently. The, the numbers did a did a jump. Um, uh, so I know my mum sent out like a mad mad <laughs> list to loads of people. It was just like I'm, I'm to everybody. I was like, yeah, that's 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 good. <laughs> that's what, what momma do. That's what momma do. That's how they do. Yeah. So I saw the numbers jump up. I was just uh, I'm really I'm eternally grateful. Appreciate that. Um, Yeah, so we're we're grateful to everyone that's subscribing. We thank everyone that's tuning in on a regular basis. And as we said, we are moving to a slightly different format. So this episode that you are receiving, you will receive over the next three weeks um, just to make it more manageable and easier for people to consume within their schedules. Um, So you can consume that while you're driving to work or whatever it may be. Um, well, ain't no one driving to anywhere right now. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, you know, yeah, drive, drive, drive to get groceries. Definitely, yeah, driving to go. You know what I'm saying? So, um, mm-hmm. what we talking about today? We are talking about borrowing from your gifted. Um, and uh, this th- this was about two episodes ago. We were talking about something. And I mm-hmm. said to Terrence Oh you know what I was Doing right there I was pouring for my Gifted And Ter- Terrence was like Hold up now <laughs> That did something For me now I, I, That
1: did something For me I, After you said it It resonated with me All throughout The rest of the recording And then Since then It's it, it, it still Been resonating with me So I know It's something it, it, it's, it's kind of like A point For everybody else too Yeah So uh So, yeah, once he said that, if he didn't stop himself, I was going to stop him and have him to say it
0: again. So so we decided we would put it, we would we would focus an episode on uh, borrowing from your gifting. Um, Mm -hmm. And that and that's that's what we're going to do today. Well, over the next three weeks, as I said, we are going to talk to you about borrowing from your gifting because it's Mm -hmm. something that we all do. Um yep. But a lot of the times We're sitting back Taking the glory for ourselves. So I was thinking Oh it was me I made this happen Um mm-hmm. So Let's uh Let's 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 dive into it So What What does What comes to mind When you hear Borrowing from my gifting
1: Alright So This is the place Where I wanted to start Um uh, I guess what's what's our own individual definitions of gifts or gifting like how will we put that in our own words and i think once we do that you will kind of lay the lay the groundwork for what we're going to talk about
0: okay okay so. cool cool <laughs> so if i was to say what i see is gifting your gifting is a natural ability something you have a natural affinity to something that um you gravitate to without even knowing something that comes to you with so, so much ease that it's second nature. Um, you don't think too hard to do it. You don't think very much about it. Sometimes you may even dis downplay what, um, that actual thing because to you, it's just second nature, but to someone else looking in, it's an amazing ability, um, it's an amazing ability that you have. And sometimes a lot of people look in them and, and they're like, I wish I could do that. But to you, yeah. it's just like, hey, but this is just what I do. So to me, that's what your gifting is. And we, we don't just have one gift. Everyone has multiple gifts. And um, it's recognizing what those gifts are and knowing how to use those gifts within your purpose that will take you to where you're supposed to be. But sometimes... We don't know because we don't know our purpose, we borrow from our gifts and use them in other areas.
1: Now, you okay, you made a good link for me. So, you link gifting with purpose. So, <clears throat> I think gifting it kind of ranks in an order system. So, you have talents, and talents are something that really draws more attention to you. Mm. Uh, gifting is a level up to like you said it's connected to your purpose so when you operate in your gifting then the gifting sets you on a course for your purpose they're interchangeable the next level and I wasn't going to go ahead this fast but I'm going to go ahead and go since it's coming to me like this so you have anointing and I think we don't talk about anointing in in reference to gifting a lot, too. So. You can be gifted, but just because you're gifted doesn't mean that you're anointed. Now, you can be gifted and anointed, but one doesn't cause the other. So. Your gifts, if you operate in your purpose If you're operating from an anointed standpoint, that's when you allow God to operate through your gift. Now, we can be gifted to do something just like we talking now. We can talk and be gifted talking, but we know at a certain point in our conversation, it switches to where we kind of take off what we think we should be saying and allow God to go ahead and use us and speak through us. And that's more of the anointed part of it. And I think that's another way you can borrow from your gifting is if you don't allow God into your gifting, then you're borrowing from it because you're you're withdrawing from something that's limited. We have limited power. Even if our gifts are great, we have a limited power in the gifting. But if we attach our gifting to God. God has ultimate resources. And he can refill or recharge our gifting. And that's why we won't get burned out so much. We get burned out because we try and operate in our gifts from our own source of supply and not from God's infinite power or infinite uh, resources. And that's how we get disconnected from him, because the more we do it in our own power, the more we want the attention on what we did in our own power.
0: Okay, I hear you, I hear you so when i was so when I was saying I borrowed from my gift
1: mm-hmm.
0: um for me, it was it's kind of what you it, it is what you're saying in the sense that I know that my I have an ability to talk to people mm-hmm. I have an ability to build a rapport with people. Uh It's something that I've always naturally done. I build, um, my, my mom would always say, Oh, you got too many friends because I had this ability to form bonds and relationships quickly with people Uh connecting to finding the things that connected us so that we would form uh, a, a kindred bond. Um, what I did with that gifting was that when I got to the professional world, I I moved into a role that, and I've done this on, on numerous occasions. I've worked in sales roles, and I've worked in, um, you know, sometimes people say to me, oh, you, you're you're on fire today. You're sell, you're selling everything," and I'm like, "No, I'm just being me," and all it was was that. I would talk to the people and form a bond. Hey, how's your day? What's, what, so what you been up to? What are you in the UK? Oh, have you checked this place out? And I will just start, you know, we just start having a real honest conversation. Then, they, so what do you do? What sports are you into? Oh, you don't want to buy those then if you're into that. You want to, and then, you know, and then by the time I'm done, I'm talking to them about, well, really, I don't like selling all these extra stuff, but if I'm going to be honest with you, you need, if you're going to do this, then you need to get this. You need to get that. Why? Because it does this. So they'd be like, oh, so how did you convince them to buy all the extras? And I'm like, well, they already trusted me because I was honest and open with them. So, they were willing to listen. They didn't see me as see it as me selling them extras. They saw it as me being honest and giving them transparent advice. And that's what my gifting has always been. That gift of just being an open book and transparent and just that level of transparency. And that's what I use in my professional career as well. When I'm talking to people, I'm honest, I'm transparent I'd always said to people from day one, I pride myself on my integrity because I'm going to give it to you how it's supposed to be. I'm going to tell you the truth. You may not like it. It may not work out in my favor. But hey, at least I'm being completely open and honest with you. And it's everyone knows where they stand. And that's just that was my gift. Now, that was one part of my gift, that should I say. The other part was just, it's like we say now, it's this ability to talk. Because people, don't, once I start talking, they're like, uh, oh, here we go, two hours, mm-hmm. three hours. He's still going, four hours. But if you get me talking on, about a topic or something that I'm passionate about, And I just happen to be passionate about the things of God and be passionate about the word of God. So that's why I I know you are, too. So we can we can have these conversations for for Mm -hmm. hours on end. But, Mm -hmm. you know, when I get to talking about something that I love, I won't stop talking. And I'm actually someone that's quite reserved. Until it switches on and I'm talking about something. That I love or that I'm passionate about that I care about something important to me, so i'm not it's kind of, how do how do I describe it um i'm trying to find I'm trying to find the right example the the um it's it'll come back to me, but there was a biblical example that uh, I had of it someone that's not they're, they're timid in in in. They're a timid person, but for, for when act, kind of activated for the Lord, there's no there's no stopping them. They're like, ah, I know. I'm sure it was one of the disciples that I was thinking of, but I can't remember who. So I'm I'm gonna let you go while I think about it. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because because I, I had some other other examples, but I'm I'm gonna come to two words you said. One was well. One you said was trust, but the other one that I thought of while you were talking was choice. So trust has a lot to do with your gifting. If people trust you with the abilities that you, well, they trust you not to misuse your gift. When it relates to them, uh, but you also have have a choice. So just like you were saying about being transparent, you have a choice in making that transparency be more about yourself, or the choice to humanize yourself in relation to connecting with others. And it's a difference because you can be transparent, but it's transparent to kind of edify the better parts of yourself. But if you're really being transparent you're really seeing those weaker points or those vulnerable points that in your life and being comfortable saying, hey, this is me. This is what I struggle with. These are the issues I have. And that might be the same as you. And that's a different piece of it. And I think the gifting part has a built-in humility or vulnerability in it too because if you're gifted, you're always gonna have to balance yourself as it relates to how people accept your gift because because you're gifted people will then translate the gift as being you the gift is part of you but it's not you you still got other stuff and other pieces of you that might not be, that might not align with your gift <laughs> so so it, it may be something that's like I'm still working on some stuff, but people perceive you as like, oh, you got it all together. Oh, look, when you do this, it's like, oh, people receive you so well or it moves people or it connects with them so well. But it's a humanness to the gift in tune that's more of the management of it. And if you're not balanced or if you're not in um in alignment, then the gifting will overwhelm you because you won't know where the gifting is in you end. and you will feel like, Oh, well, I'm the, I'm the speaker. This is what I do. Or I sing. And this is what I do. And, and this is what I do. It's part of you, but every part of your life is in a stage or a performance or a mic, like, you know, you're not going to be on all the time. Who are you, or what do you do when you're off the platform or off the mic or off the stage? Who are you then? Because if you know who that person is, you understand why God gave you the gift or the gifting to do certain things. And it's not for you or not because you were good, it was in spite of you.
0: So I think you you touched on a few points there. Um, one of them that really hit me was um, what you were saying about it. it's it really that last point that it's in spite of you because mm-hmm. that gift. Is, so there was something I said in one of my rhymes um, back in the day, which was um, I'm not defined by the rhymes or the mic, and that was a, that was me basically saying i'm a i'm a rapper but rap and music is not all of who i am there mm-hmm. are other gifts there are other abilities there are other things that he has purposed me for and that, that was a recognition that actually that gifting was for a time and a season and the thing is if you don't under, if you don't recognize that your gifts, just like anything in this world, have a time and a season, you get stuck and you get hung up on that period and you you don't allow yourself to grow. And that's why we get pastors that sometimes sit in that seat for so long and do not hand over or develop the next Generation or the next pastor to take over, missing the fact that their anointing was for a season to reach a particular audience that was ripe in that season, and that they were supposed to be preparing the next leader who has the anointing for the next season. And they were supposed to step out of the way so that that person can step into their due season and then they can move into their next gifting. Because the Mm -hmm. thing is your period of your period in each season prepares you for the activation of the next gift. It prepares Mm -hmm. you for your next season. It prepares you for where you're going to go next. It sets that trajectory. So as soon as you are done, it's like God putting you on that launch pad. As soon as you get to the end of the runway, Mm -hmm. he's done all the work in that season accelerating you. The next season is for you to take off. So he's done, he's pushed you to that point. But if you want to just keep going in a straight line at full speed, You're going to get to the end of the track and there's nowhere to go, but you're supposed to go up. You're supposed to take off and change your trajectory. But a lot of people don't do that. They don't realize that because we look at our giftings with our human eyes and we, we think I've made it. I'm at a pinnacle. Now I've got to, all I've got to do is maintain myself at this pinnacle and that is success that is me we are the ones that start to define ourselves by our giftings god doesn't define us by our giftings because he he orchestrated our giftings to, to just continually maneuver us into new positions so that we can reach the, pe- the people that we need to reach change the people that we need to reach grow you the people that i was reaching in my teens and are now adults with children The message that I had for them When I was in my teens Isn't the same message that I have for them now I'm not mm-hmm. the same person that I was then I've got different cares and different worries I've got a new perspective Therefore I have new anointing For this new season
1: <sighs> you, you were talking good You 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 were talking good then you, you, So I wrote down a couple of things from what you said. So you said gifts have seasons and anointing has seasons. But the visual that you gave is, you know, going fast, you're on the runway and you're going fast but straight and not trying to change your trajectory to go up. And so we get stuck in seasons where we had to cover a lot of ground on one plane but we don't realize that the next season is for elevation and so in order to elevate it has to be a pulling up or the perspective has to change from a more uh, linear perspective or like a point A to point B to a wider perspective because if you're going to go up Is more space up than it is across. And so you have to then expand your mind in order to launch. And so the things that you did do for the previous season was to get you at a good speed to go down the runway. But if you don't pull up the wheel, (laughs) then you'll never go up because as long as you got some wheels on the ground, you're like, I can, I can ride it out just a little, little, little while longer. And when you f- finally pull up the wheels, like, okay, cool. Now I got to go up. So now the speed and the, and the momentum that I was kind of uh, gaining over time, now that momentum is going to carry me up. But once you get up, then it's other resources that would help you keep going up. So that's why if you're on the airplane when you're taking off, and if when you find a feel them the wheels not touch the ground anymore, and then you can feel them kind of retract into the into the plane, and then the throttle because they got a throttle up to their point the cruising altitude, but you got to break that that certain limit of kind of like the currents and stuff, in order to get there. And the reason why you have to go so fast at that at ascent is because once you get to the cruising altitude, the wind speed is faster. So now you have less force and more speed. So before, you had to push a whole lot to break it. And once you get there, then the current takes you faster. And you don't have to rely so much on your resources. See? See? I, see you have to rely so much on your resources. That's what God Connecting you. the dots. Connecting the yeah, dots. It, it, connected from me. It, hit me. it hit me right when I was saying. <laughs> so that's how it is. So that, yeah, but that was, that was good. That was good. But yeah, you, that was one in the end Define by Gifting. And it's, and it was—it's a couple of preachers that that I, I, I listen to now that say that. Uh, I know Keon Henderson is one, and Darius Daniels is one too. When you are you're a multi-hyphenate person, where you have multiple things that you do, and T.D. Jakes is one too. Uh, you don't—you know—he doesn't want to just be defined as a pastor or a bishop. Uh, he writes. He's a businessman. He's a filmmaker. He's a, all these types of things. But and somebody asked him, "You know, how does he manage it?" It was like, "How do you maintain all this stuff you do? It's only like 25 hours in a day, and it seemed like you' coming out with a new book every year, you got these conferences, you got the church, you got movies, you got businesses. And he was like, "All the stuff I do comes from a core my core values. So I don't do anything. All the stuff that I do is connected to like the core. And so he like, I don't see it being that many things because they all sprout from the same place. And so that's why he like, I can operate in multiple places because I know me at the core and I know what God gave me. So I can operate in multiple places and not feel like, oh, I'm not enough here, or not enough there or whatever, because he know the source. And so he can flow more into different areas because he knows that.
0: Yeah, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. If, the, if you understand the purpose, then you understand that you understand how to use each gift because irrespective of the gift, the purpose doesn't change.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The, the gift just allows you to operate that purpose in a different direction, in a different way. In a dip, in a different from a different perspective so I may let me put it this way in my in my ability to talk so much allows me to op- operate in the podcasting world mm-hmm. my love for poetry and literature and all of those things allowed mm-hmm. me and and my musical gifts Allowed me to operate as a music producer and rapper. Mm -hmm. My love for design allows me to express my creativity graphically. Mm -hmm. Um, There are we won't even get into the documentaries and all the other things that 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 are in there, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but there are different different angles, but they all come from the same purpose. They all no matter what, even business ideas that come are still linked to that core value, that core purpose. And the core purpose for me is taking care of people and allowing people to become the best version of themselves and who God created them to be. I understand that that is what I was created to do. My job and my purpose is to help people connect themselves to who God created them to be. However, and whichever way that is, and it's to allow people to, to live a true and honest view of Christianity without condemnation because God does not condemn us, we condemn ourselves, He offers us grace. And it's so important to me that I learn to use, you know, um, stop borrowing from my gifting and using it in other places, and I focus those gifts. On delivering this purpose, because there are so many people that have been held down, bound and trapped by um, not knowing who they would create to be in their purpose and, and being connected to who God wants them to be. And I, I, I did say to you last week, though, you know, when I was researching this, I, I touched on Samson. But there was mm-hmm. something that um, there was something that struck me about Samson that that strikes a chord with how we operate as humans when it comes to our purpose, uh, to our gifts. And God gave Samson this unbelievable ability as a Nazarite. Um, he gave him Herculean strength, or he was Hercules before Hercules. Mm-hmm. So um, God gave him this strength. But Samson used that gifting continually for his own personal entertainment and personal gain. Mm-hmm. Everything about what he did, it starts off and there's, there's a reason why the Bible is so, you know, the Bible could have stopped and said, um, when the when the anointing of the Lord came upon him, he ripped the jaws of the young lion apart and and um and that was it but no the Bible goes on to tell us he he told no one about what had happened, meaning he didn't acknowledge and he didn't direct the glory back to God publicly then He went back to the carcass. And if you know about um, Hebrew culture, that carcass is ceremonially unclean. It's a dead animal. But he went there and took the honey from the bees that had made their nest inside that carcass. And he took that honey and then he gave that honey to his parents, and he ate that honey. He took something that was ceremonially ceremonially unclean and defiled himself, someone that was never supposed to be defiled in any way. So when we operate from our, our, our gifting from a selfish perspective, when we operate our gifting disconnected from God or ignoring What God is, you know, ignoring God's voice in our purpose or in our gifting, we, we open ourselves to things that are unclean and unworthy of our gifting. We take our giftings into places that they should never be. And what we do is we put ourselves in danger, whether it may not be physical danger, but we put ourselves in emotional, spiritual and mental danger when we do these things, because we're opening the doors to to things that we shouldn't be messing with.
1: So you took me right to Keon Simon from Sunday. And he, he, I, I, I was going to send it to you earlier. Uh, I meant to send it to you Sunday, but it woke me so bad. I just had to take some time to let it soak in. But he preached on closed the door. Uh, and what he was talking about, you know, they building like a family life center. And he was saying that they, you know, it been a lot of delays because of the coronavirus and all this kind of stuff. But he was saying it's a connecting uh, doorway from the church and the the new, it's called the Dream Center. And he was like, well, what's going to go there? You know, what's going to go in this opening? He like, well, a fire door is going to be there. And he was like, it's going to be another cost. But this is what prevents, if it's a fire in the new Part, it won't spread to the church and vice versa. But he was like, so he broke it down. So you had the door, but then the door also has a seal. And so he was like, in cases of fires, it's not usually the fire that gets people, it's the smoke. Yep. And it's what you ingest. And so he was saying, What's been stopping a lot of us is because through our life, we've ingested so much stuff that is, is, is almost like killing us from the inside out. But we don't have a way to seal it. And so he was like, the Holy Spirit is the seal that seals it off. But if you don't have that seal, the fire might not get you, but the smoke can still seep in. And so he was like, it's a lot of, he was like, a lot of times our emotional response is because we still have doors that are open, that we haven't closed. And it, it just like what you were saying, it's what we ingest. And that's not just from a, you know, eating like what we eat, but what what are we digesting and ingesting as far like what we watch or what we talk about or what we listen to or the environment that we're in, we ingest all of that. And if we don't have a mechanism to clean ourselves out of that, that's why it's harder. And I was talking to my cousin about it because we, we were talking about the same. And I was saying, we were talking and I got another angle to it. I was like, if we don't seal, you know, seal it off, not only is it's fire on the outside, but if we have too much smoke, then like we're talking about anointing, we can't catch on fire for God because we got too much smoke that we've inhaled. And so, yeah, it's good to keep the fire out and like the bad things out, but if we ingest them, then that's what hinders us from fully operating in our gifts because God can't ignite our gifts with what we've ingested
0: man we are out of time of this section but you <laughs> you just started just a whole pictorial thing going on in my head because so if anyone knows about fire doors that seal um, oh, I don't know how to explain it the seal expands basically in in the event of a fire that seal expands expands and creates a barrier so it's like if you imagine just it's like an inflatable and the Holy Spirit just being that inflatable that Mm -hmm. here comes danger yep I'm I'm, I'm gonna envelope you up so nothing's getting to you nothing is Mm -hmm. permeating nothing is getting through you're protected Mm -hmm. all the time Man, that's a that's a visual. I'm telling you, I might just say you had to watch it because yeah. I, I did not do
1: it no with what I just talked about. I'm telling you you just sure gotta watch it.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> right, we're gonna take we're gonna so this we're gonna wrap up this section right here. Um, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back. And um, when we come back, we're gonna dive into um we're going to dive into part two, which is just talking about some some of the key questions that we we, we want to address when we're talking about borrowing from our gifting. We'll mm-hmm. see you on the other side. I'm Mr. Daily, and you can keep up with me on Twitter at DY Daily, on Instagram at DY Daily, on Facebook, uh, Daily Perspective Network, um, on YouTube, Daily Perspective Network, and... Um, on the blog, www.dailyperspective.co.uk or you can just email me at David at All right,
1: I'm Dr. Terrence Johnson. Uh, you can catch me, email info at iprogresscc.com, Facebook, Instagram, iprogresscc, um, and website www.iprogress.cc.
0: Before you go, I'd like you to remember that Christianity is a personal walk and relationship between you and God. You are not, will not and never will be perfect, but that's okay. God loves you and wants you to come just as you are. His grace covers all. Live free from condemnation and do not crucify yourself. Be renewed by the grace of God through Christ Jesus and become who you were created to be. God bless. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember to visit transistor.fm forward slash human to subscribe to the podcast and share with everyone that you think will enjoy this podcast.